Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Almost everyone has a relative who is somewhat of a problem because he isn't like the rest of the family. And next Saturday morning, you're going to hear about Sally Carter's problem relative in Pet Milk Story of the Week on the Mary Lee Tape. Did you ever realize there's just an eighth of an inch between you and the city jail? Now, you take a window pane. If you look through it from one side, you're a peeping Tom. And you're liable to get 30 days in the sneezer. If you look through it from the other side, you're just an innocent, if slightly nosy, householder who likes to watch neighborhood activities. Like Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. Well, what's going on out there, lookout? <laughs> Anything I ought to know about that's none of my business? No, it's been a very quiet afternoon. That woman across the street, you know, the one with the meat cleaver face? <laughs> she just sent her husband out for a sack of flour. How on earth do you know what she sent him for? And he run back in the house and changed his dark blue overcoat for a camel's hair. <laughs> what would somebody not want to carry if he was wearing a dark blue coat? A sack of flour, naturally. Or a blonde. Hmm? You know, you ought to be on the detective force, dearie. Yeah, I tried to get on it, remember? I missed two points in the examination. What two points? Not strong enough and no brains. <laughs> but do you know how our police force... It's riddled with efficiency. Hey. Yes, has the man come home with the flowers? No, but a car is stopping here. No, it's going on fast. No, it's yeah, it's stop, stopping here. Hmm. Looks like it's got engine trouble. Anyone we know? Nope. Got a sticker on the back window that says YMCA. Oh. Two guys getting out. They got the hood up. They seem to be arguing about something. I think I'll go out and see if I can help them. I'll go with you. Yeah. I've been knitting all afternoon, and it'll do me good to go out and get a breath of carbon monoxide. <laughs> okay, well, come on. Muggles. Yeah, baby face. One of these days, I'm going to mix up a barrel of cement, and it ain't going to be for no sidewalk. It's going to be for you. Yeah, but baby face, could I help it if the motor would... Could I help it? Could I help it? Could I help it? <laughs> Look. Yeah? It ain't bad enough you got to heist it a heap from in front of the YMCA. You got to get one with a hairdryer for a motor. So here we are in a square neighborhood with a million bucks of Express Company dough under the seat. The rear full of rods, a Tommy gun and my violin case, and a guy and a dame coming out of that White House and over this way with a helpful look on their pusses. <laughs> kind of a funny situation, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell the boys you died laughing. Now beat it, quick. Get us another car and a good one. I'll stay here with the stuff and store. Okay, okay, I'm going. He looks smarter with that Halloween mask on in the express company. <laughs> Hi, bud. Huh? Oh, good afternoon, sir. And madam? Hello. I was standing in the window, bud, and I seen that your car busted down in that white house there, and I thought I'd see if there was anything I could do. My name is McGee, and I'm pretty handy with motors, and this is my wife, Mrs. McGee. Oh, well, how do you do? This is extremely kind of you, sir, but my assistant's on his way for help. Uh, thank you just the same. I... Oh, forget it, sir. We're always doing silly things like this. <laughs> you with the YMCA, bud? I noticed a YMCA sticker on your windshield, so I figured you were with the Y. The Y? Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. I, 
My name's G.W. Williamson of the West Side YMCA. Secretary Williamson. Huh? Or Honest George, as they sometimes call me. <laughs> too bad you ain't a shipping air, bud. Secretary has got too much, too short drawers for a cold day like this. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? Secretary, shipping air, long drawers, short drawers. Ain't funny, McGee. Huh. <laughs> oh, I thought it was quite worthy myself, madam. And it wasn't so much what he said as the way he said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the stork said when he hired some help to carry the triplets, it's the delivery that counts. <laughs> you know your face looks familiar, sir? I suppose your picture's been in the papers. Oh, yes, quite often. Though, frankly, I hate publicity. Well, that ain't the right attitude, bud. In your work, you've got to get all the publicity you can get. Now, you let me take you around town. I'll, I'll get that you to see that you get to meet the right people, the mayor and the chief of police. McGee, and... now, it's cold out here. Why huh? don't you fix his car now and make him famous later? Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, hop out, Secretary. Let me take a look at that motor. You must have a set of tools under the front seat there. Oh, oh a violin case. You a fiddler, too, Secretary? <clears throat> well, in a small way, I kind of get a bang out of it. Uh, don't worry about the car, sir. You just run along and I... You I sure this I... is your car, bud? I notice it's got Massachusetts license plates on it. Ain't that a panic, Molly? Honest George, the Secretary of the Y with a hot car. Mom, <laughs> you'll be the death of me. <laughs> He'll be the death of both of you. What say, honest well, John? Or George? I was just thinking if, uh, if I don't get away from here pretty soon, I'll be late for my class in the uh, human fellowship. You see, oh, I excuse see... me, Mr. Secretary. Look, McGee, there's Dr. Gamble. Yoo-hoo, Doctor. We're down here at the curb. Well, hello there, Molly. And good afternoon to you, too, Eggface. <laughs> Hi, Nurse Pincher. <laughs> Gamble, this is Secretary Williamson of the West Side YMCA. Secretary, this is Doc Gamble, physician and sturgeon and running a black market in bunion pads. Glad to meet you, Doc. How do you do, Mr. Williamson? I used to go down to the East Side Y and work out. At one time, I was able to pick up a handkerchief in my teeth without bending my knees. Heavenly days, imagine that. You could do that? Well, it's easy the way I do it, lying on my side. <laughs> Say, weren't you a professional wrestler once, too, Doctor? Yes, while I was working my way through medical school. Getting to be quite a profession, wrestling. Yeah. Why'd you give it up, Fatso? Get home one night and find your knees on the wrong side? No, but I used to walk along the street practicing making ferocious faces. Until one day I noticed a man following me with a net. Oh? Who was it? Clyde Beatty. Hmm. That was enough. I got a job in the express company. Oh, well, I've done a little work with them myself. You see? Well, uh, come on, Secretary. Hop out and let me get out that car. Oh, now, look. You, you oh, wait. I can oh, take oh, yes. Come on, now, let him do it. And you and Dr. Gamble come up to the house and have some nice hot coffee, Mr. Secretary. Hurry now, McGee. Get I'll, the car fixed. I'll have this thing fixed before you can say it runs worse than it did before. I'll see you later. Well, let me see. Tools must be under the front. Uh-oh. Door's locked. Where's my jackknife? Uh, here we are. Good thing I'm always locking myself out of my own car. <laughs> know how to do this. Ah, there we are. Now for the 
Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Look at the guns and ammunition. He must be giving that human fellowship talk to a bunch of soldiers, I bet. Now, <laughs> uh, these Y men do some fine work. Now, let's see now. First, I better yank out some of these wires. Dr. Gamble had to leave for the hospital, Mr. Williamson. He's such a nice man. More hot coffee? Oh, no, thanks, Miss McGee. Say, do you suppose your husband... Now, don't you worry your head about McGee. It won't do a bit of good. Oh, uh, by the way, did you say you were from Massachusetts? Oh, uh, no, that's just where we heisted the car. I mean... You watched the heist it? Uh, yes. It wasn't running very well, and we heisted it up on the grease rack. <laughs> Couldn't find anything wrong with it. I was on my vacation. Oh. Well, you just stop fidgeting now. Here, uh, let me take that violin case. It must be getting... Oh, no, 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 no. Thanks. I, I like to hold it. It's sort of comfortable. Well, I guess all us musical people are alike. <laughs> I play the piano, you know. <laughs> of course, I can't hold the piano on my lap the way you hold the violin case, but... Uh... Hey, how about a cup of coffee, Molly? Oh, hi, Honest George. Everything okay? That's my question, McGee. Is the car ready yet? Because well, I... not quite, not quite yet. I got the radiator off all right, but then I run into trouble. I stumbled and kicked three spark plugs into the sewer. But don't you worry, I'll get it fixed or know the reason why. Oh, McGee what? always knows the reason why, Mr. Williamson. It's usually because he doesn't... Come in. Oh, hello there, Mr. Oldtimer. Oh, hi, Oldtimer. Hello there, kids. Hello, daughter. Hi, John. Oh, oh, oh. Company. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mr. Williamson, this is the Oldtimer. Oldtimer, this is Mr. Williamson. His car busted down out front. He's waiting while I fix it. While you fix it? Yep. Well, you'll be here for quite a spell, won't you, mister? You got a room in the neighborhood? If I was still married, I'd get my wife to put you out Now, wait a minute. If you were still married, I didn't know you ever were married, Mr. Oldtimer. Me either. Yep. I was married to a girl named Alice at one time, kids, for about five minutes. Five minutes, huh? Alice, a military wedding daughter. Very pretty ceremony. I was in the Army at the time, and 14 of my officers lined up outside the church as we come out. Yeah? Honor guard, eh? Honor guard constantly, Johnny. <laughs> well, Alice just completely lost her head. Really? Got excited, did she? No, but when we come out of the church, me and Alice made a dash for the buggy under them crossed sabers and... Uh, well, poor Alice. You mean uh... Yep, too tall. <laughs> McGee, I, I'll see if I can get that car started myself. I, I must be going. No, sir, I you just I... relax, boy. I'll get that car back together. My George with all the YMCA does for this town. Anytime I can help out the secretary of the Y, I'm going to do it. That's right, Jerry, but when are you going to do no. it? Mr. Williamson is anxious to get going now. Milkman! Hello, folks. Glad to see you. Oh, sorry. You entertaining, pal? Not very. Come on in, Mr. Wilcox. This is Mr. Williamson. Meet Mr. Wilcox. How do you do, sir? Glad to know you, sir. Have a cup of coffee, Mr. Wilcox? Love it, Molly. You know how I am about coffee with that good, rich, pet evaporated milk in it. Mm. Hello, Harlow. Well, hey, 
Pass me that picture of Pet, will you, pal? Uh, okay. I'll just get out to the street there and watch for my assistant. He ought to be along any minute now. Oh, sit down and have some more coffee, Secretary. Don't be so jumpy. Ah, you'll love this coffee with Pet Milk in it, Mr. Williamson. Is something the matter, sir? He's late for a meeting, Junior. Human fellowship. As soon as I gulp this last cup here, I'll get that car back together. Oh, it's a shame to gulp down coffee that's as rich and delicious tasting as any coffee is when you use pet milk. That's because... Well, i got to get started, Junior. I made a little adjustment on the car a while ago, and something fell out of it. I got What fell out of it? The motor. As soon as I get that back in... Oh, for the love of... Yes, sir. Like I started to say, any coffee drinker knows that a cup of coffee tastes extra good when you use pet milk in it. Yeah, well, that's fine. But but I... Of course, that's because pet milk is just good, sweet country milk evaporated to double richness. Making it twice as rich in cream as ordinary milk. Hey, hey, and hey, besides look, that, hey, uh, milky. Well, there's more stuff. <laughs> yes, pal. And uh, Mr. Williamson wanted to say something, I think. Yeah. He was trying to break in there, but... Mr. Williamson, wait a minute now. Hey, my gosh, out the door. He sure is twitchy, ain't he? Now, what's the matter with him? Well, he's on his way to the YMCA, Mr. Wilcox. The poor man has been sitting here an hour while McGee keeps threatening to fix his car, but... Oh, gee whiz, I guess he is kind of anxious of that. Well, I'll get out there and get that car fixed. Go ahead and tell Molly about pet milk, Junior. Hey, Williamson, don't go away. I can't go away, McGee, till I get some transportation. Oh, how did this ever happen to me? Oh, don't you remember? You and your assistant were driving along on your way to a fellowship meeting, and your car broke down in front of my house, which shows you're just lucky because of it. Hi, Mr. McGee. Hi. Oh. It's me, Teeny. Oh, hi, sis. I want you to meet a friend of mine. This is Mr. Williamson, Teeny. Honest George Williamson. Hi, mister. Hello, little girl. How old are you? Six going on eight. (laughs) What do you mean, six going on eight? How about seven? I decided not to be seven, I bet you. I'm going right on to eight. Why? Well, if I'm seven, I get Miss Balzer as a teacher. Mm -hmm. I don't like Miss Balzer for a teacher because she's my mama's cousin and she treats me awful mean just to show there isn't any favoritism. And so I'm going to skip her. (laughs) Very logical. Well, hmm? I says very logical. What is? Going right from six to eight, skipping seven. Why? So you won't get Miss Balzer as a teacher. For what reason? Because she's your mama's cousin and treats you badly to prove there's... No favoritism. Hmm. I know it. Why are you staring at me like that, little girl? Oh, I always stare at people, mister. That's because I got a photographic memory, I betcha. Yeah? A photographic memory, eh? Sure. I never forget a photograph. I can't remember people very good, but with photographs... Uh, look, McGee, I, I think i better go back in and use your phone. Okay. Maybe I can get somebody over here to help me get out. Okay, Secretary, don't you worry, boy. I'll get this baby running. Sure you will, I betcha. Before you know it, even. What do you mean? Well, gee, it's running right now, mister. What do you mean it's running? Look underneath there. It's running like everything. Oh, my gosh. I left the plug out of the crankcase. You sure did. You know, I was all leaking. <laughs> Hand me the wrench. The monkey wrench. I mean, the monkey wrench. Oh, this the is awful. Hey, bud. The reason I come back in the house was to tell you something. What was that? Well, I got the crankshave took apart, and the cylinder head off, and the fuel pump disassembled. And then I noticed something. You got a flat tire, too. Oh, McGee. 
Gee. And now Secretary Williamson will be late for his human fellowship class. Yes. I, well, look, I'll just call up and have an assistant secretary take over. May I use your phone again? Why, sure, Secretary. Here you are, right here. Thank you. Hello, operator? Give me Eddie's bookshop. <laughs> Who? Oh, wait just a minute. Who's Mert? <laughs> Mr. Friend, you tell her not today. They said not today, Mike. Yeah. Uh, may I take this phone into the kitchen? Oh, sure, sure, sure. We don't want to butt in any on any confidential YMCA business. You go right ahead. Hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my, he's an interesting man, yeah, McGee. Sure. Such fun, really. Mm-hmm. I almost wish I was in his YMCA classes. Yeah. He's just a boy himself at heart. Yeah. Did you know he carries a squirt gun in a shoulder holster? <laughs> No kidding. He tell you? I saw it. Oh? I saw it when his coat flapped open. <laughs> I said, is that a gun you're carrying? And was he embarrassed? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have thought I, I'd caught him carrying a real gun. Yeah. No, that's a good gag at that. Squirt gun and a shoulder holster. <laughs> Some fresh kid hits him with a spitball. He whirls, draws his trusty gat, and squirt, squirt, squirt. <laughs> Very funny idea. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. And he read me all about the YMCA out of a circular he had. Uh-huh. How it trains boys for good citizenship. How it provides recreational facilities and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he looked so interested you'd have thought he was reading it for the first time. <laughs> My goodness, I never... Come in. Oh, for goodness sakes, Ole from the Elks Club. Hello, Ole. Hello, Mrs. Hello, McGee. Hi, Ole. McGee, look, hmm? if that's your car all took apart out there at the curb, I get news for you. Oh, now, Ole, if you put that car back together again and got it running, you rat. No, Mrs., but you did clear up one thing for me anyway. It was an automobile once. Yeah. <laughs> McGee, you know how messy the sidewalk looked with all those parts laying around. Well, now it looked much neater, you know? Yeah? Did you pick them up and put them away, Ollie? No, but it's been snowing hard for 20 minutes now, and everything is cold up. Very pretty. <laughs> Oh, well, it won't be long till spring. Well, how's the family, Ollie? Oh, everybody's fine, thanks, McGee. My oldest boy, Lars, he got promotion in the Navy. Yeah. He was captain of a bottle ship for two weeks. A uh, battleship, you mean, Ollie? Bottle ship, I mean. Oh, it was a little boat that took soft drinks out to the big boats. Oh. In Florida, it was. Oh? <clears throat> Pensacola? Sure, root beer, Pensacola, Union Air. <laughs> Miss that boy, Lars. Yeah. He and me was always talking about things, politics and stuff. Uh, what do you think of Atchison? Who, Mrs.? Atchison. You know who Atchison is, don't you? Oh, sure. You think I'm an ignoramus? Yeah. Atchison, he's the fellow that owns the railroad with two other fellas, Topeka and Santa Fe. <laughs> well, only I can see how you would miss Lars, but you still have your daughters. Let me see now. Your married daughter is named Julia, isn't it? Yeah, Julia. Julia's going to be a mama soon. Oh, that's great, Ollie. Going to be a mama, huh? That's what Dr. Gamble say. You know, he's a great doctor. Oh, you? yeah. A long time ago, Julia go to him with a little head cold. Mm-hmm. He gives a prescription for expectorant. Three weeks later, she's expecting. Well, so long, Ollie. <laughs> Hey, 
that Williamson's taken a long time to make that phone call. I wonder if he can... Well, thanks for the use of the phone, folks. Right. I talked to the YMCA, and they want me to get over there right away. My class in human fellowship's waiting for me. Well, gee, I don't know what to say about your car, Secretary. I'll never get it run by right away, oh, oh, so that's, that's all right. I, I'm taking your car, McGee. Hmm? With your permission, that is. Why, sure. Why didn't we think of that before? Well, I, I never... Merely trivia. Get your hands up, baby face. Drop that violin case on the floor. Yeah, get your hands up and drop the case, baby face. Well, my goodness, that's no way to treat a violin. What is this? Hey, Secretary Williamson is our guest, Latrivia, and I'll have you know that this you can... This is Babyface Williamson, huh? public enemy numbers 3 to 16 inclusive. <laughs> the house is surrounded by policemen, Williamson. You haven't got a chance. You haven't got a chance, Babyface. <laughs> How did you know he was here, Latrivia? Teeny told us. She recognized his picture in the post office. I recognized his picture in the post office. <laughs> and there's a reward, too. There's a reward, too. A reward? Well, if I hadn't held him here pretending to fix his car while Teeny ran for oh, the car... Oh, you... no, McGee. Huh? No, no, you were fooled, too. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah, I sure was. Now, hey, Secretary, give me back my ten bucks membership fee that I paid for joining your West Side YMCA. <laughs> McGee, for your information, we have no West Side YMCA. Huh? All right, babyface. Come on, Teeny. I'll see that you get the reward. See you later, folks. On your way, Secretary. On your way, Secretary. <laughs> hmm, YMCA. Young McGee confused again. <laughs> well, he didn't make a complete fool of me, kiddo. Look at all the literature I swiped out of his car. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you may find hoodlums acting like YMCA men, but you don't find YMCA men acting like hoodlums. Because it is an organization which builds character, good character and good citizenship. So when you are asked to give your support to the YMCA in your own locality, please do so. It's an investment in Americanism. As Bud Lynn, an officer of the North Hollywood, California Y, and also top tenor in the Kingsmen Quartet, says, in reference to supporting this work, don't say why. Say why not. Good night. Good night, all.